What do you want? I would have. I have this beer, but I have a little tequila too. I'm a tequila girl as well. Just, you want this? And I just pour it. Just like put it in here. Just I sip on it. Okay. That'd be cool. Um, Thank you. That's enough. Yeah, that's cool. For now, at least we'll see how it goes. You know. So that's what you drink, tequila. Tequila and beer, yes. Together. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. You drink tequila and then you chase it with a beer. Yeah. So you just want ice and no. Yeah. No soda or anything in there. I'll put a little soda. Yeah, I think yeah. I think tequila uh, tastes good with some kind of soda. Yeah, for but, sure. Um, all right, then I'll <laughs> take mine. I did just do a shot of in there. Tequila. tequila. Yeah. Good for you. Other than that, yeah, why not? So, you drink. How much would you say? How much would I say? Yeah, Actually, I mean, like per week, how many? Per week you have? between like zero and fourteen. Wow, <laughs> zero. Yeah, What's sometimes. What's a zero week? Sometimes when I just I don't I don't feel like it or I'm working or something like that. But I don't really drink during the week at all. But then on the weekends, I've never had a I week I didn't feel like it. Really? Oh, I mean, I used to. I would say, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how late into life, but. Certainly until I was 50, I probably, you know, had more like 25, 30 drinks a week. Yeah, yeah, that makes Which sense. Which is not like a drunk, but it is def- it's definitely Irish. Yeah. And, you know, now I have like three. Like, Got it, a two, week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, Because you just, you know, you, otherwise you'd look like Ted Kennedy. See, that's yeah. the thing, is I, I feel like I don't want to, like, look like shit. I don't want to. Right. And feel like shit. And feel like shit, I guess. Yeah, that too. You know, too. there's a saying in sports, well, you, you take what the defense will give you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the same with health. Like, when you can get away with it, you drink 25 drinks a week. Because I could. Because it didn't stop me from being exactly who I am. I mean, yeah. it wasn't good for my liver. But it wasn't like I couldn't work. It wasn't like I couldn't sleep. It wasn't like I couldn't. I probably didn't even have a hangover unless it was like six or eight drinks on a certain night, which happened sometimes. Um, but even that, you know, that's what aspirin was put on earth for. Was it like a slow burn or you just stopped? No, I, I never like stopped you, because you I never, I'm saying, I, I never needed to because like you can function that way because that's what the defense is giving you. Your body is saying to you, yeah, we can take you drinking that many drinks a week and still be fine. You're not dying from it. It's not good for you, but we're good. And then when you get over 50, your your body's like, well, no. We're see, not giving you that shot see, anymore. But I also kind of learned the wrong lesson because my mom died when she was 57. Oh. And, um, yeah, she did. And she barely drank. And she was super healthy. And she ate all organic food. And she exercised. And she died of this super rare disease. What? She just, it's called cardiac amyloidosis. So it's your body builds up a protein that your liver can't break down so it, or it starts building up in your organs. So it's super rare. It mostly affects black men. My mom was a woman. I'm obviously not, like, mixed. So she's not black. And uh, she died, and I'm like, you know what? It's kind of a crapshoot. And for a while, I was just like, let's fucking go. And I was drinking a lot, like, in my 20s. But then I was like, this doesn't make me feel good. So I You know, there's something like 7,000 what they call rare diseases. Yes. And, like, the ones that we know of that are not rare, they don't know what the fuck to do. I mean, this is something I always bring up when I'm debating people about COVID and vaccines and stuff. Not that I'm an anti-vaxxer or anything. You have to say that, of course. Right. But like my overarching theme is always 
they just don't know that much. They don't, they, you know, in a hundred years, people will look back at what we did, especially during COVID, but look yeah. with them anything. And they'll, and they'll look at all the stupid mistakes and they'll go, oh, don't be hard on them. They hadn't even figured out cancer yet. Yeah. You know, you have to realize that's where we are. I know we think, oh, we're on the cutting edge. Yeah, because we're the latest version of ourselves. We're awesome, but tomorrow we'll look a little dumber because we will be a little dumber. Yeah. I, and, you know, so, yeah, God forbid you get a rare disease. Because, yeah. again, they can't figure out the big ones. Let alone, the, the, the rare ones are the ones that just go, fuck if I know. Exactly. I mean, Lyme disease, is they're kind of that way with Lyme disease. Like, yeah. We can just throw a bunch of shit at it and try, but are we even diagnosing it right? I mean... Your health, you're on your own, sister. I, I, you just, we all are just on our own. Yeah, I think about it a lot, though. Like when, like how I will die, when I will die. Uh, I think because I was slapped in the face with it at a re relatively young age, but um, slapped in the face. Yeah, like the, my like, when my mom died, I I realized that death is ugly. You know, like I feel like our culture whitewashes it a lot where you're supposed to have like these beautiful conversations at the end of life in the movies like even titanic you see titanic and they're like actually in real life he wasn't able to i have that conversation because he was dying of hypothermia so i had the i felt like i was doing it wrong when my mom was dying because our last conversations was her being like i'm can i get an ice trip i'm thirsty you know and it was ugly and it was gross and wait he couldn't have the we're talking about Titanic. Yeah, he's in the water. When he's in the water, and they're having this deep emotional conversation, that that would not have went down like that. No, <laughs> definitely would not. <laughs> and as many people have pointed out, uh, she had room on the raft. She did. <laughs> she did. There was she... something there that was just so off, or whatever she was on that door. And you know, in real life, it would have been, um, yeah. Um, could we table this talk about our future and maybe I yeah. get up on the raft? I've never actually seen the movie. I just know that last scene. You've never seen Titanic? My mom wouldn't let me see it because there were boobs in it. And then I told her, boobs. I'll have boobs someday. And like, I don't. So what, was she some super Christian or something? <laughs> she was very Catholic. She was very Catholic. Actually, when I was looking for her, but she was vulgar. When what, I was what, what do tits have to do with Jesus? I, mean, I, I don't know. I'm not religious. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I... She was super Catholic. When I was actually couldn't find her hotel room or hotel room, hospital room opposite, uh, I, the nurses were like, oh, the lady with the, all the pictures of the Pope and the dick jokes. And I was like, that's got to be my mom. So I followed in there. Hmm. But she, yeah, she was super Catholic. And uh, a lot of my extended family still is. And I'm just, I'm not religious. I don't I, know I how. I was raised Catholic. You were, yeah? Yeah. And when did you stop being Catholic? Well, we stopped going to church when I was 13. That was a big red letter day in my life because I was very traumatized by it from like whenever we, I mean, I remember catechism, which is what we went on Sunday before church and that's like where it was taught by nuns. And yeah. that was like very scary to me. And we were, I was very young. I remember first communion practice, you're seven. You yeah. Know? Did you get- first I got first, first communion. Yeah. yeah. And then, I was in the middle of practicing for, what's the one you get at 13? That's where you get a middle name. Confirmation. Confirmation. I did that one. And we never quite made it there. I did that one. And uh, it was, I was felt very liberated because I just always was dreading 
anything to do with church. I didn't mind church itself so much. It was boring, but I, my father and my sister were there with me. But that catechism class, it was so different than regular school, which was like smaller. I knew the kids. This was like big. It was like 40 kids in the room, and the nuns were like, you know, they didn't really know who you were. It just, <laughs> you know, they would fucking literally hit you with the ruler and kind of stuff. And, uh, and then after... Then I was, there for a long time, I was not an atheist. I just didn't really think about religion much at all, except if I needed something from God, like I would plead with him, oh, I'll stop doing this if you just, yeah. you know, some, that kind of shit. But I wasn't, uh, I think there's just, I think even into the 90s, I was not really an atheist. I just was somebody who was, I guess that's more agnostic, but I, if you asked me if there's a God, I would have probably said yes. I just don't think about him much, and I think religion is stupid, but that's not God. You know, he's different. Yeah. <laughs> and then at some point, I don't know, but at some point it was like, oh, come on. Yeah, I, I guess I'm just, I'm agnostic, I guess, because I really want there to be a God. I want there to be a God, but I can't make myself believe it. And, I mean, I write about in my book, actually, about how comedy is a sort of religion to me. It's because bad shit that happens, I can be creative with it and can I can have some kind of meaning. But I have a tough time with the Catholic Church, honestly, because I mean, I, I even do have family members who are upset that I'm not Catholic anymore, especially because my book's coming out and I'm talking about all this stuff. Right. And it's like, well, if you love me so much, it, can't God still love me even though I'm confused? Like, I, I don't, I, it's not that I don't want to believe him. I'm not like, I, I reject God. I just can't believe it. And the toughest thing for me, honestly, or the thing that, because some of the stuff that's mortal sins in the Catholic Church doesn't make sense. Like you masturbate and then Nothing you masturbate and then you're on your way to get no. You get hit by a car, you go to hell. The Ten Commandments don't make sense. <laughs> Four of them are just about God's ego and like, you know, don't uh, make up statues. And like, if you were going to make a list of 10 really bad things, the worst 10 things you shouldn't do, you would include things like rape, which is not on the list. And yet, you know, having false idols is, or, you know, coveting thy neighbor's wife is on the list, but but not uh, incest. Or, you know, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, it, nothing, none of it makes sense. Yeah. What, what do you think of the uh, abortion switchover with uh, no more Roe versus Wade and uh, people in red states, they have to like drive yeah. I mean, where are you pro-choice, pro? I, I'm pro-choice, yeah. I, I just think, you know, someone else's pregnancy is, like, not my business. <laughs> That's how I've always felt about it. Um, I, like, I'm not sure about, like, if Roe v. So Wade... you don't think it's murder? Yeah, I don't. I, I also just think... like You don't I, think it's murder? I don't think so. I, I don't think, think so. I think it is murder. I'm you just do? okay with it. yeah. Do you know, I actually, that's, I've, I know people in my life who have said that exact I just, same thing. I, you know, I mean, there's no denying it's going to be a human. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, so but, I have, I have nine frozen embryos with my husband. That's like a reverse abortion. Like I have like nine kids in a freezer. Cause I'm just right. like, I, 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 so you I, have no kids. I have no, I have the nine ones in the freezer. <laughs> but like, so, and then, so in other words, you could have nine kids with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't even know how that works. No, how do you I freeze either. an embryo? Do they have to literally take it out of you? So no, they. I I get my eggs <laughs> taken out, and he's in another room jerking yeah. off. 
And then they mix them together. Oh, of course. And I had no idea because I've been on birth control my whole life, so I had no idea. I was like, I'm skinny. I'm probably not fertile. I'm, I'm not. I'm not like a motherly person. Right. I was like, <laughs> I have like my voice is like I I, right. I sound like a man. People on Twitter all the time accuse me of being trans. I'm like, if I was trans, why would I not admit it? I'd be so popular. Uh, right. but no uterus here. And I was like, holy shit! Like I actually can. I'm actually, we have nine? Like, nobody gets nine, and now they're just like, they've been in the free, on ice for like, I don't know. Oh, you mean they, they yeah, got they're embryos. All, one time? Yeah, and one. I had no idea. So how many do they usually get when they do it? Like three to five. <laughs> oh, so you're very fertile. Apparently. Right. Okay, so what are you going to do with them? That's the thing, I don't know. I Tell mean, them. So, you know what? I See, I'm going to try to get pregnant, I think, the sex way. I'm not going to try to get pregnant. I think I'm just going to take the IUD out and see so what happens. So you want to have kids? I don't, see the thing. I don't really want to have kids. <laughs> well, then don't get pregnant. <laughs> but, but I don't not want to have kids. And I'm a yes person. You know, I'm like, let's do it. And you know, my sister's like, that's a horrible reason to have children. But I think pe- children have been brought into the world for way worse reasons than that. You know, I'm like, why not? Like, if my body has the ability to like, like have like grow like a, a human inside of it, and like I, it comes out of my vagina, like why would I not sign up for that ride? <laughs> yeah, why, why, why wouldn't you not? I, mm, um, yeah. Look, I mean, I am certainly uh, aware that children are remain like one of the most popular uh, activities there is. I, I mean, get it. I mean, there's bowling, and there's certainly. Uh, and you don't uh, have kids. I uh, yeah, obviously. Do not have kids or like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, uh, you know, there's uh, video games, there's movies, there's TV, but. Kids, what enduring popularity. You know that they're popular because even celebrities have them. Yeah, that's it. And you'd be like, Jesus Christ, what do you need a kid for? You've got a good life. You don't need... And yet it, there's something about a kid. People, most people, it's a very deep-seated thing. I do not have that chip, but I get it. They really like creating, maybe it has to do with mortality. Like, I'm never really going to die because I had this protoplasm that's really me and it came out of me and yeah. it looks like me and I, you know it's it's me it's me come on it's just it's just and i'm terrified I, to be clear i don't uh, blame you i'm terrified my husband really wants kids right and i'm like i'll have his kids how long have you been married it'll be two years on oh, two may first and he's like a good man i, I like no like <laughs> good you don't know me but i dated trash almost exclusively like it really? you know it, humans and i think that's because I didn't want to commit to like a boyfriend. I was like, because then if it goes wrong, then I have to feel bad about it. Maybe. Also, there's a lot of trash out there. There really I mean, is. So it's there like really it's, is, it's and a lot of hard it, to find. and a lot of it is really hot. So like, it's, really? it's tough. But he was like, he gets it. He knows that I'm ambitious. I want to keep. Uh, he's like, Cat, you're gonna be a great dad. So <laughs> that's funny. So I'm like, I, I'll, I'm down to do this with him. So that was your type, hot trash. Hot trash. A lot of it, like, uh, like. Um, <laughs> now, do you I, think they're trashy because they're hot, and it allows them to be trashy? I mean, I like tattoos. I like, like, you know. Uh, you think that's hot or trashy? Uh, or both. both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I like trashy equals fun in a, in a lot of different ways. Like, I don't want a yes. guy where I'm like, I have this idea, and sure. he's like, Oh, we shouldn't do that. I'm like, What the fuck? You know? Yeah, I think when I was younger, I certainly was not opposed to trashy um, because, as you say, fun and stuff. As you get older, it's like it's 
the parts of trashy that would get on your nerves far outweigh no matter <laughs> how good the sex oh. is. And also there's just the, oh, I don't need trouble in my life. So yes, I, I but I certainly, look, I never got married as we know, yeah. so obviously. I can't believe uh, I did. Right. Yeah. I mean, some, some guys don't get married because they don't like girls. And some guys don't get married because they like them a lot. Yeah. And yeah. so no saint here, but yeah. Trash, that is something. How old are you? I'm 34. Yeah, you can still do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you transitioned at the right time. That's it. That's you have you, you, got it, you know, you sold your wild oats. I, it's I really, good. And you, I and then you, really yeah, did. Yeah, you got it out of your system. And I think women can get it out of their system. And then there are men like me who are like, no, I realized at a certain point in my life, oh, I see, There's, this is never going out of my system. Yeah. This is my system. And that's fine, too. <laughs> I mean, again, I thought... I just got exhausted after a while. I mean, and he's also just the right guy. He's he's very, he lets cat do cat. He's very right. cool. He's very secure in himself. And he's works in finance. He's from a great family. Like, he went to boarding school, which I didn't even realize was a thing. Well, until, you two are going to have a kid. Uh, yeah, we're going to have a kid. It's, yeah. it's going to be crazy, you know? But, like, he, he had no... Well, do it now because, you know, 34 is, uh, it's a, you know, it's not too old, but, you know... It's not exactly what Mother oh. Nature fully intended. No, it's a geriatric pregnancy. No. <laughs> I've already gotten science involved. Really? <laughs> I mean, I have the nine frozen kids because right. I'm just like, I don't want her to do. And it's like, how crazy is that, though? There's just like nine embryos like on ice because like I'm not so sure. So when you, when you go, no, you're not going to have nine babies. So oh, no. I'm not my they're going to pick one of them. That's the crazy thing. How do you know which one to pick? I don't know which one to pick. I have six boys. I have three can, girls. Can, oh, really? They yeah. know. The, oh, I see. They know at that stage. And do you get to look them through a glass case like you do at a jewelry store? And That's say, the thing. I want that one. I think that one is going to be a, a genius. And that one. Uh, I want to just try to get pregnant the sex way, and then they'll have even more extra kids. I have no idea how they pick. Oh, I see. I have no idea, which is a little weird. But you froze them because you thought maybe you couldn't have it the Yeah, sex like, way? what if I want to have kids? Because I had no idea if I was I fertile next on birth control my whole life. And also, what if I want to wait? Like, this way, if I wanted to, I could have a kid when I was, like, 50. Where do they store them? Like in a freezer or something? Yeah, right? I've never seen. I don't. I don't, oh, don't visit know? them. <laughs> no, but like, is it? It must be someplace very secure. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I'm hoping that when the power goes out, they have some sort of generator right. because you know you wouldn't want the kid to melt. No, I, I exactly. I, yeah. I I really don't know. It's just one of those things. <laughs> it's one of those things that you do. And like it's so waffles, weird. You know, <laughs> and it's so weird. But doctors can just explain everything in like a cal like a calm, cool, clinical way. Whether you're like creating a frozen. A, kid to freeze or like somebody's dying the doctor's like okay so and then they yeah. make you feel like everything's normal well that's you know part of the problem with the american medical system is that doctors do make you feel like they have the answers and they don't no they don't they don't not that's, always you know not to go back to seven thousand rare diseases but, yeah but not usually i mean that look if it's something obvious like a broken leg yes anything the least bit complicated doctors are guessers are they better guessers a percentage of the time than the average person because they went to medical school? Yes, they are. They also just get a lot wrong, not because it's their fault. We just don't know that much. Yeah. We just don't. They're still mapping things in the human body. They, 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 so something that's like, oh, um, that's not completely obvious. You, that's why they say get a second opinion. And then that doesn't even match the first one. 
Club Random is brought to you by the audio marketing gurus at Radioactive Media. So it's May, and that means Mother's Day is close. Anybody can buy mom flowers, but how about impressing her by being smart about advertising for your growing business? That's right, this is an ad for advertising. Maybe you've tried ad streams on social media and Google and experienced lackluster results. Now it's time to do something different, to stake a name for your company, grow your business, and yes, make your mother or both your mothers proud. Partner with shows like mine, enjoy lower CPMs and elevate your brand in a space away from your competitors by contacting the team at Radioactive Media. They create nationally airing campaigns for podcasts, terrestrial, satellite, and streaming radio. Radioactive Media is the leader in audio marketing. They create customizable campaigns to meet your company's needs by using their unique set of analytical tools to ensure you're on course to generate an ROI as high as five to one. Radioactive Media can help generate up to nine times more leads. You heard me right, nine times more leads. The Radioactive Media team believes so much in the power of audio marketing, they put their money where their mouths are by using it themselves. Right here, right now. For a limited time, receive a $1,000 credit towards your first campaign by going to radioactivemedia.com or text the word RANDOM to 511511. Grow your company's business by going to radioactivemedia.com or text RANDOM to 511511. Text RANDOM to 511511 today. Terms, conditions, message, and data rates may apply. Did you know HBO Max had podcasts? I'm on my podcast talking about the podcast on my network. My head hurts. Now go even deeper inside your favorite shows with audio companion to some of the most groundbreaking and award-winning shows on television. The new HBO Max limited series, Love and Death, tells the true story of two church-going couples, Candy and Pat Montgomery and Betty and Alan Gore, enjoying life in suburban Texas until an affair ends in murder. Hosted by Nancy Miller, the official Love and Death podcast will explore the making of the highly anticipated limited series, welcome guests from the cast and crew to examine the lives behind the real players, and dig deeper into circumstances of the case. Stream Love and Death podcast on HBO Max and check out the official Love and Death podcast on HBO Max and wherever you get your podcasts. I go to the doctor all the time, though. For what? Just for everything. Like my. <laughs> You're a hypochondriac? I, that's what my husband says, but I'm like, no, I really do have shit that's wrong with me sometimes. Like what? Well, I actually almost died. Uh, I, uh, I had a, a perforated bowel. I had an ostomy for five weeks. Well, what happened? I, my, I, my bowel just perforated. So I had a stomach ache that was really bad. Your bowel perforated? Yeah, 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 in 2020. From, from uh, vigorous anal sex? That's the thing is no, apparently not. <laughs> That's the thing? It's No, I asked and they said no. <laughs> <laughs> but it could have been that. No, it wasn't that. But it could have been. Well, no, it wasn't. It doesn't, well, no. You said that's the thing. Like, no, like, it wasn't uh, like, that. That's the thing. I, I was enjoying anal sex. I was sex, like, and, and then all of a sudden. As long as I'm enjoying <laughs> anal sex, why... Uh, so, but you thought it might be one of the reasons. I, I did ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, then obviously you're having anal sex. Okay, well, hey, I, there's nothing wrong with that. I no. mean, the Bible says it is, but no. between husband and wife, there's no exception. But what is the policy of Fox? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Getting fucked in the ass. I, I, it's my, I, the, I, I'm, Do I they have a healthy have a marriage. I don't, not that I know of. Otherwise, I just violated it. Could that have been part of the Tucker Carlson firing? Uh, I have no idea what happened. But you wouldn't rule out anal sex being a part of it. I probably would. <laughs> I probably would. <laughs>
Oh, I probably man. would. I probably would. I mean, so it, I don't know what happened. It was just 0.001% chance it happened to some people. So I had the bag for five weeks. It was disgusting. What do you mean? The, the, clo- the, the clo- It was an ostomy. Oh, my So God. I have a, a scar right here. I can show you. It's very small. It's not gross. I believe you. Right there. <laughs> no, it's not gross. It's not oh, gross. It's just a little yeah. scar. Okay. And um, But while I had the bag, my husband did still have sex with me. What? Yeah. <laughs> He's a keeper. That's what I that mean. That guy is a keeper. Th- that's what I mean. He is. And you know what? Also, if he any... He fucked you with the bag. Yes. And if anybody like on the internet or in real life ever tries to tell me I'm ugly, I'm like, I had sex with, an, with a shit bag. Right. Like I'm, like, I'm that level of attractive, and you don't even have your face Absolutely. on your fucking profile. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're very attractive. Well, but... thank you. I'm wearing a... Five yeah. pounds of fake hair. But, but even without. No, I, I think you're very attractive, but I got to tell you, I would not fuck you with the bag. <laughs> I mean, that, that your husband no. gets a much higher grade. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, because that is some, that's some serious devotion. It really is. <clears throat> but the hospital. I wouldn't even let you live in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be Dude. like, honey, I'm going to pay for the Four Seasons for six weeks. You I just did. hang out there. And when the bag's gone, you come right back home. He would empty it for me because I couldn't look at it. I was disgusted with it. It's so gross. It's on your own. But oh. you know what's? It's it, it, you know. It's but what do you what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I threw, what are you gonna do? You're gonna shit in the bag. You have to. And after I was him. I was out, I threw myself a party called Cats Out of the Bag, <laughs> and we and we had we had these unused ostomy bags that were already open, like the bags where they got the hole in it for the your intestine, and then the hole that you know, whatever, whoa, whoa, to dump whoa. it in. Whoa, whoa, go back. Your intestine goes in the bag? Yeah. I thought Wait. it was a valve, too. It's your actual small intestine that's out. Is in the bag? Yeah. Why isn't it in your body? Because, so I learned a lot about the digestive system. So uh, my colon is the large intestine, had a hole in it, so they, they can't be, it'll become septic. How do you get leaks. a hole in your colon? I have no idea. It, I only had the bag for five weeks, so it was really minor. It was just something. I don't something. think that's from anal sex, because, because I don't. Well, how would, I never had anal that, sex. Somebody would have to have a needle dick to put a hole in <laughs> yeah. it. And also, it's a, you don't go all the way up to the colon. I already Even, told you it wasn't from anal sex. I know. You really wanted that no. to be a headline. No. It's, Tucker Carlson was <laughs> fired for anal sex. That we've established. But, that's that's what you've established. <laughs> but um, but so yeah, so it's it it goes it go. There's is like it something a, you ate, like you just. Like it could a, be. It was a, a if I had had a colonoscopy a few weeks prior. It could have been something there. I really don't know. It wasn't. Oh, it wasn't. You, wait a second. Yeah. Excuse me, Sherlock Holmes. You had a colonoscopy. I probably why, but it was a few weeks before that. Yes, because <laughs> it was a small tear that didn't heal or yeah. got infected. Or yes, that's how exactly. Of course, it was the colonoscopy. Yeah, that's what I think. That's yeah, that's probably. Oh, duh. I mean, okay, you know, but yeah. I did the cat, the ostomy bag again. One goes here, one goes out. So what we did is we poured champagne into the unused ostomy bags, like the extra ones. We bonged champagne out of them to celebrate. So like, whoa, that was. You know what? If you had a shit bag, <laughs> if you had a shit bag, you'd be finding ways to feel better about it too. No, I'm man. Well, I'm glad you're better, and you are all better. I'm all better. All my insides are inside. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, this happened at a, a, you're relatively young, so your body's strong and, and, you know, can regenerate. And, yeah, I mean, uh, it's terrible you had to go through that. And, boy, uh, I'm not going to say don't ever have a colonoscopy. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I will say this, because uh, I apparently never seem to tire of pontificating about the American medical system, but it deserves it. And that is, there is just way too much testing. Yeah. I, oh, I love getting all the tests. I'm like, give me the test. I'm like, if I could get from, one drawn every day, I'd do it. Let's go. Let's fucking go. How's my lipid panel? How's, I, I want to know. Okay. You got to get over that. Psycho. I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah. Because first of all, I'm telling you, testing is not always benign. It's usually, some part of it is somewhat less than benign. Usually it doesn't hurt you too much. Does a chest x-ray hurt you? Yes. We when the, And when they say, oh, you know, we know this amount of radiation. You don't know shit. <laughs> you don't know shit. You I don't agree. know what causes cancer. Right. Could this combine with a thousand other things you're not sure about be the reason? I don't know. You don't know how, you don't know my genetics. Maybe some people can get a lot of uh, chest x-rays and they're fine. Yeah. And other people, it is going to affect them. Yeah. You don't know shit. What I do know is that the more testing and probing they do in you, there is also probably some risk every time with all of them. And so, yes, are they, is it a, a godsend that we have them? Of course, because sometimes you need, and it's great that they're not just guessing like wizards in the 17th century yeah. about the small toad. But in the your drugs body. were better. They let you do whatever you right. wanted. <laughs> but like, People who like there's way just way too much testing in America. I'm that person. I'm like I gotta well, get my blood work, I gotta get this done, I gotta get that done. But I mean, if I wouldn't have gone to the hospital that day, I'd have been dead. That's why people come to Club Random Cat so I can straighten out their lives. So yeah, that's true. We we established you married the right guy. I did. Um, I did. The, but the shitbag fucker. The shitbag fucker. <laughs> Again, that was he was we were just engaged at that point. And I was like, this is the best. I was like, but I had a belt to hold the bag in place, like a spandex belt to hold it. Cause you know, you don't want to bother. You know what? Now that you know he'll do that, I think you should test him a little further. Like, yeah. like some night, eat the wrong things, throw up in your mouth. Yeah. And then see if he'll French kiss you and like, you know. He would have to. He would have, I mean. Would throw up in your mouth? I mean, I think he, I mean, that would be less disgusting than, than that. I, I mean, think we could debate that. Really? Kissing someone with throw up, French kissing someone with throw up in their mouth? I mean, I'll, look. I mean, I'll, college, I mean, a lot of people probably have done it, but they don't look, know it. Look, when you're a shitbag fucker, okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, certainly it's not the norm, but you're not actually fucking in the shitbag. You're fucking nope. the vagina, and the shit bag is to the side. No, I, but right? instructions for sex post shit bag was all bold, all capitalized, underlined. Do not attempt to penetrate stoma, and that's just stoma. the stoma. fucking intestine, the ostomy, and that must mean what? people did try to fuck it. Fuck what? The okay, so your small intestine. Oh my god. Comes out. It there oh. were no instructions. O M G. People are is sick. People. <laughs> but that's not oh my god i can't even why was it bolded bro yeah. it was no, bolded because right. somebody did it you're... and because more than one somebody did it <laughs> you're first right. they did caps you're totally first right first they did caps and they were like okay they're not getting the <clears throat> point let's fucking bold it you are totally and right then about they that the point, so they <laughs> it. like stop fucking the intestine like oh but like you know Everybody's looking for something new and freaky. Humans, and when I say humans, I'm, in this sense, I'm mostly saying men. Yeah. Will just fuck anything. Anything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They me. will fuck your vacuum cleaner. 
They fuck children. They fuck intestines. Did you ever see the movie Crash? The I don't David... watch movies because they're too long. We'll get to that in a minute. But yeah. David Cronenberg, uh, interesting director, not mainstream, but he kept making movies. The Fly was a hit. Okay, so this was about people who reenact famous car crashes on purpose. And it turns them on. Someone in this movie fucked, I think it's Rosanna Arquette's wound. She has like a big yeah. wound on her leg. And it's like this. And While it's, she was alive or dead? No, she's alive. They reenact these car crashes. And they get hurt in them <laughs> because they're car crashes. And then this is sexual. And, and people eat popcorn and watch this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I saw it in the theater. I don't know if I made it to the end. Uh, yeah, um, I, movies you, are too much commitment for me in but general. You don't watch movies? No, I really don't. I don't watch movies at all. Why don't you watch them? I, I don't watch, usually when I watch movies, it's at home. And I don't watch the whole movie at once. Like, something has to really be amazing to get Like my, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> It's my uh, favorite movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I love Adam Sandler. I do, too. But, okay, so watch movies like... I, I had this conversation with somebody here, and they were saying, you don't watch it all at once? I said, do you read a whole book all at once? No, you read a chapter. That's how I watch movies. Watch a half hour or 15 minutes each night. Why? Uh, how can you not watch movies? Yeah, I know. I, I, I don't remember the last movie that I saw, honestly. I, I I don't know any cultural references. What do you do? Uh, at I, night, what do you like? What do you do? It's what when most people are watching movies, what are you doing? Oh, I mean, I watch TV. Like I watch reality TV. I like to watch trash. I like to be like, your life is a disaster. What you grew up in West Virginia? No, I grew up uh, in the Detroit area. Yeah, um, I love Detroit. I love Detroit. Detroit is an amazing place full of amazing people. It is. Look at all the musicians. It, yes. It, from all, from Motown to Kid Rock. It's amazing. You know, the Bob Seger. Oh, I mean, yes, Motown. Uh, yeah, Motown. But, I mean, Detroit itself is just like, yeah, it's it's like all the different strands of America. It really yeah. is. Yeah. And it's my favorite place so in grew, the world. So you grew up outside of Detroit? So I moved all around uh, until I was in like first, the area, until I was like first or second grade, then we moved to a suburb called Macomb, Michigan, which is a middle-class suburb. But my mom grew up in Hamtramck, which is like this Polish neighborhood, like in the city, basically. I mean, now it's all Muslim, but it was Polish immigrants really? to start. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time there growing up. So I learned a lot of things, like how to drown a rat and stuff like that, that I think all the other kids didn't really learn. And, uh... It was fun. Like, they float. Like, when, when, the, when they float, they're done. The rats. Oh, I thought you meant a kid. Who, no. My, who, see, my grandma had a big <laughs> rat problem because all the factories closed and the rats had nowhere to live, so they ran out to all the houses. This sounds like you ever see... Oh, no, you didn't... No, it's a, is it a movie? Or yeah. did it... <laughs> yeah. Could I recommend one movie for you? Okay. Will you watch it? Okay. Uh, You'll the, love it. Okay, what is You'll it? You'll enjoy it. Okay. What is wrong with you? Oh, so many things. How much time do you have? I'm free. Grand Torino. <laughs> okay. It's Clint Eastwood. I've heard of it. <laughs> Clint Eastwood is a movie star. He's now in his 90s. Um, somehow he's still making movies, which is getting a little ridiculous, and I'm a huge fan. Yeah. But the last one, he played a 90-year-old bounty hunter. And it's, it, I, I just, you know, it's like, uh, you know, he's not bad in the scenes. I mean, he's, but 
come on, you know, come on. I haven't seen movies. But Clint Eastwood, I couldn't be a bigger fan of. What an amazing filmmaker. Anyway, he made this movie when he was like, oh, I don't know, 75. He's, you know, this guy's amazing. He's, it's about Detroit. I see it. Now I'm sold. And the changing neighborhood. He's like the old guy who was there in the 50s when it was all white. And now he lives next door to a family from, I think they're from Cambodia. Yeah. You know, or there's some Asian minority. Oh, it's the, yeah, or Laos. It's the Hmong people who were people who we we brought over after the Vietnam War because we displaced so many people, obviously, with the yeah. Vietnam War. So now he's living in a neighborhood with, you know, the Hmong people. And it's it's hysterically funny, very unpolitically correct. I know you will like <laughs> it for that reason. This guy... But of course, he the, the beauty of the story is he they learn to love each other, and he comes to them as a savior at the end. I mean, I don't want to ruin it, but it's a beautiful, great, funny, not politically correct, heartfelt movie, and I firmly recommend it. I'll watch it. Great movies are tough for me though. Grand Torino. I've never seen all the movies you're supposed to see, like Titanic. Uh, That's I, another great I ne- one. I never saw Star Wars. I got in a big Star trouble. Wars. I can't. The <laughs> biggest scandal. Wars, but... The biggest scandal. Like backlash I ever had to anything I've said in my whole life was when I made a joke about Star Wars. Like I had to get the police involved. I said that I'd never seen Star Wars because I've been I... too busy liking cool things and being attractive, and like it struck a nerve. Look, I am the same way, and, yeah. and I'm sure it's genius. And George Lucas is a great filmmaker, but. There, I just have never been able to. It's just, there's something about it. It's it just doesn't yucky. get it. I just, I don't it's know. yucky. I tried to watch the first one. I know it's great and classic. And I. Uh, it's such a cultural phenomenon that I, don't, I know shit about it. I don't. That. <laughs> I know Luke Skywalker. And then exactly. Like, you know that. The, so, you so know who Darth Vader he, is? Darth Vader is his dad. Darth, you are but my like, dad. But, like, why is that scandalous? You, like, did Darth Vader bang somebody's mom? You know what I call that? What? Mind rape. Mind rape? Mind, yeah, mind yeah, rape yeah. is when you know something I didn't Against ask. my will. Exactly. Yeah. I did not ask to know this. I didn't ask to know this. I was mind raped. Yeah. I mean, I, I know a lot of things about Star Wars. I know, like... In a galaxy far, far, I didn't ask. For, yeah, 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 <laughs> I did yeah. Not. I know there's something called an Obi Wan Kenobi, yes, but I don't know and, what it and is. But Job of the Hut. Don't know what and, that is and either. The Star Wars bar, and uh, yeah, and then I've even caught parts of. I, I, okay, maybe if you don't know the plot, you're lost. But I've watched it at times. Like, oh, there's I see Star Wars Episode Nine, the the Revenge of. <laughs> The what the fuck? Of the, the revenge of we're going to kill you, bitch. <laughs> and I tried to watch and I'm like, really? I don't know. It just, that's what must, what must attract them is what I, it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. But, um. But it's just weird what people can get pissed off about. I, what, I know. What you I, say, if you're just joking around. You know, I very... But do you follow that? Do you follow your social media? Some, no, I don't. Just sometimes it's undeniable. I mean, very recently, <laughs> uh, the biggest thing of all the things I've talked about, my shit bag, which, by the way, I, I had complications in the reversal where I was bleeding out my ass really bad and I needed a transfusion, and, and that was on January 6th, like the January 6th. All the stuff I've talked about publicly. The one thing that I got massive backlash was a joke I made about lacrosse, which all I said was... 
um, it's not a sport. <laughs> and I said, it's just an arena of people masturbating to how rich their families are. Oh, wow. Well, because that's I... It's like a liberal joke. Because I married a D1 lacrosse player. But that's like a liberal joke. Yeah. That's why they get mad at you. Because yeah. you're on Fox and you made a joke that a liberal would make. And they were fact-checking it. They're like, well, my dad was an electrician and I played lacrosse. When you... I really just want to tell people to fuck off so hard when they fact check your well, joke. See, like it's is, a joke see, and you know the guy that I'm talking about. And I also married that guy. So clearly I'm okay with it. you do understand why, what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Okay. I struggle with it every day. Okay. But that's it. In, in, in this America, it's very, very hard to um, not be on a team. And I'm not. I, yeah. I am, well, but you're perceived as exactly. you're on Fox. Right. So if you're on Fox... You're on a team. Right. Um, so, yeah, there, there's, if a liberal, if, uh, you know, I don't know, some liberal host had made that joke, there would be, nothing would, it would be a mild laugh followed by nothing because right. it would just be, here's, and this is what's wrong with America, it would just be, great joke, Jimmy right. or whoever, because it confirms what I believe, white right. privilege. Lacrosse equals white privilege somehow, and maybe it does. I don't know. I know it was invented by the Indians, but I guess we stole it, colonizers, blah, blah, blah. And that's why it would be like, we love this joke on this side. And on your side, we hate this joke because... Well... And it's like, it's just... I told it on Barstool, Fucking which... stupid country. I told it on Barstool, which, I mean, the context... And I love Barstool. I used to work there. I think they're great. Uh, but, the, like, nobody bothered to... Ch oh, yeah, she actually married a D1 lacrosse player. You know, like, she's not... She doesn't actually think I'm a bad... And you just, Do you have a production company? Do I have a production company? Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> well, when you do, I think it should be called Bleeding Out of My Ass Production. <laughs> Dude, that was my January 2021. Like, that was bleeding out of my ass. Because no one's using that. No, because you nobody's own that. had that problem. You own that. Nobody's you own shitbag. It was shitbag. That's chapter five of my book. Bleeding called out of shitbag. my ass. Chapter five of my book is called Shitbag. And, you know, is it? it's called Shitbag. <clears throat> and it's about the shitbag. It's about my January 6th shitbag. By the way, <laughs> I saw Shitbag at the Roxy about three years ago. A colostomy or a colostomy? Oh, no, Shitbag. They were on that night. I mean, it was, and it, and it, when you see him in a small room, yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. You know what? But again, I I I love what you said because people can be like, oh, like Bill Maher's conservative, just because you say like one thing <laughs> that's like not what you're supposed to say. Oh, because I, I deal with the I same say more than one. I deal with the same shit in the reverse, though, right? Because I'm not conservative enough sometimes for the Fox viewers because I'm not conservative. I'm libertarian, and that's actually a real difference if you're an actual libertarian. And then everybody who's not a Fox viewer is like, ew, she works at Fox. Like, ew. When I'm at a party and people don't know who I am and they ask me what I do, I just say porn. Because that's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're proud of you. Because it's way less controversial than being like, I work at Fox. You, you look like you could be a porn. Absolutely, you, I do. You, you do. Slender. Of course I do. You know. But this is a very padded bra. Like, this is, I don't have any That tips. doesn't matter. But, yeah, but that's like the thing now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got a different, there's all... Need, need, all yeah. needs are served on Pornhub, and some of them are for for. I mean, this is more my preference than I don't. I'm not never been the hourglass figure kind really? of guy. Yeah. yeah, I got no. I have no and, titties. I, my bra size is double mastectomy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you've already got a name for your production company. Shitbag so Productions? I, no, Bleeding, or out, bleeding of out of My Ass, ass Productions. Sorry, fuck. See, that's Shitbag. right. I'm going to need someone to help with the marketing. Yeah, no. But it's like, does that... But you don't let that bother you because, I mean, you have a duck pond and, and you're super rich. I don't own property yet. So like, <laughs> well, it is a duck pond, but it, it but, used to be a pool. It used to be a pool. But, but that's the thing. You're so rich, you don't even give a shit that there's ducks in your pool. Well, it's not your problem. No, I'm so rich, I have another pool. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even own property. I rent a fucking apartment. Really? Yeah. But what about... A shitbag fucker. What is he my must. husband? I mean, we will like he actually. I guess we got married. He, he owns an apartment in Nashville. He's a landlord, so I guess that's like part of mine now. But we don't want to. Like, we want to buy in New York. But it's like, do we have a baby? Where do we well, put the baby? They must, you must be making good money. You're on television every night. I'm on television, but then the government takes half my money. Which, no kidding. Which which it's which fucking sucks. And I don't believe in taxes because I think it's armed robbery. And I know well, you must believe in some taxes or else. I don't actually. Oh, that's so. I don't actually. It's so stupid. stupid. That's okay. But can it's you agree so, that it's immoral, though? It's so stupid. It's immoral. It's so stupid, Kat. Okay, I get what you're saying, but Come it's on. immoral to take someone's money. It's not. Without it's so without their consent. Okay. Well, you know what? There's I got a place for you. There's no taxes. It's called Somalia. And I think you should move there. I'd be because a great president of Somalia. It, you, well, we'll call it Kadistan. They don't have they, see. They It'll don't have a great. president because it's just it's just lawless, and there are gangs and militias who fight each other and terrorize the population because they don't have money from taxes to hire a police force or an army. But see, this is where when I first got into television, they labeled me a libertarian, and there are parts of because I was a pot smoker and I was single, so okay, I'm a, and yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I did not fight the, the label. I mean, there are parts of my philosophy still that I would label as libertarian, which is people should be able to do whatever they want as long as it doesn't hurt somebody else. Now, you get to something like COVID, and that becomes a debate because obviously COVID can hurt somebody else. Right. So I understand why we're debating that. I just come down a little differently than um, the people on the you know, super safety left. Um, but there could be another pathogen that came along and I would be much more on that page. But anyway, but libertarian, I never embraced what the full libertarian thing was, which is sounds like where you are, because I thought it was just intensely stupid. You cannot have a society that functions and all the things you enjoy in life without taxes. Now, do they waste money? Yes. Should they be able to transfer it without doing it in a leaky bucket, yes. Lots of things should. But you can't live in a functional society okay. without taxes. It's like primitive. It's just, it's I just understand you're, you're what more you're, sophisticated. I, I think you, I, do, I understand what you're saying. It's just dumb. I think that people, It's like anarchy. It's but, being for anarchy. Another dumb idea. But I'm not talking about policy, though. Do you know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is that it's, I think it's immoral. I think it's, it's immoral, immoral to it's take actually, someone's money without their consent. It's ridiculous to take too much money without their consent. And they do. Or to, of course they do, because you're on <laughs> earth where life is not perfect. Right. It's the best, as Churchill said, it's the, it's the worst system except for all the others. Yeah, well, I mean, at this point, it's, and I, and I just think the amount of money that I pay in tax, and, and I, yeah, look, everybody I see, thinks that. Everybody, everybody thinks, thinks they're that. taking, paying too much taxes. Yes, we're paying a lot of taxes, and you know, what are you getting for it? Yes, I mean, exactly. Well, let me answer the question. Look around the world and see how other people live and what they have to put up with. Yes, I, I, Pissed off at taxes too, and especially California, yeah. which is the ultimate make your asshole bleed state. Is there a duck pond tax? No. Do they? <laughs> no, but they're does working some, on it. Does somebody look at oh. your pool? 
Because now you've changed my mind. Now I'm super left-wing. Now I'm a socialist. No. And I look at your pool with the ducks in it. And I'm like, you know what? I own this pool now. You know this what? is a government I, pool. Kat, I got it. I got it. <laughs> First of all, Gavin Newsom is working on a duck tax. <laughs> yeah. But I got to tell you, those ducks, <laughs> those ducks came into my life. Do you love them? I didn't ask for ducks. Did you name them? But, yes. I knew it. I knew it. Onyx and Ducky. Oh, and I knew the, it. They came into my life about six months ago, and one day they were just there in yeah, the pool. Six and, months? And yeah, um, they've been there about, yeah, I think about six months. Um, she's already had uh, children. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, we can't wait to have, them, have her bring them over, but I, I think they're still in the nest. Uh, there's duck there's, babies? There's a camera the there. We, uh, what, the, uh, the male, Onyx, is a, is a real badass because other ducks came by seeing what a good deal it was and try yeah, to, they fight him every day trying to get, I guess, him to give up the pool. And he first he beats them back and then he fucks Ducky. I'm not kidding. Dude, that's like a whole Bravo reality show going I, on in your pool. <laughs> I would use my other pool too. <laughs> what I worry is what if the ducks go in the other pool? Because they can't have both pools. Because they're going to expand. Well, I need a pool. They're going to expand their territory. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. look at most of history. No, no. I don't, for some reason, I don't They're think... going to colonize your other I, pool. <laughs> colonizers, exactly. <laughs> that's, yeah. You know, but that's, you know, are you... Do, have you, like, Googled when are the babies going to be born? Like, have you looked into that? Um, well, my friend who lives over here does. He, 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 he absolutely... You have uh, a bird keeper? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I have uh, someone who does the things I can't do in life, which is everything but tell jokes <laughs> and get <laughs> off. You know? See, that's what I'm working on, too, because I can't do fucking anything. I can't do any normal human shit. But you're a girl. You're not supposed to. I get that. I can't. I get that. No, I don't want to drive. I don't want to drive. I, I'm bad at it. No, and- but like girls... Still, uh, well, uh, I contribute to society. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, men- menstruating people. Do, don't they, yeah. They still, um, they still want the guy to kill the spider, and you know. Oh no, I love bugs, but I'm a weirdo. Yes, you are. Uh, yeah. You love bugs. Yeah, I mean, you don't like, watch movies, and you love. Bugs. When I was little, I loved bugs, bro. I loved that. I got another movie for you. Okay. Arachnophobia. Okay, I did have that one. I've seen. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I've not seen Titanic. Really? I've not seen Star Wars, but I've seen Arachnophobia, and I was on the spider side. I was like, I was dude, he's trying to live say, his best life. So you like bugs? I did. I had a pet cricket named Charlie because my mom and dad wouldn't let me have any other pets because my brother's allergies. Until I left the house, and then they got a poodle, uh, and he was my pet cricket. And my mom ran over him with the van. Oh. And what was wrong with me as a child that I was so attached to a bug? I don't know. Hmm. Well. Did you have pets growing up, like in your house, a dog? I cat, had almost anything? the opposite situation. I collected butterflies for okay. a couple of years. Like that's what I guess they- Collected, like you taped them? Well, you know what? I, I feel terrible about it to this day. Here's what we would do. This is, I mean, I'm talking about when I was like maybe five or six years old, very <laughs> young. Okay. So I guess I got a butterfly net. First of all, just in case people think that global warming Wait, you is- You think this is why you're going to be canceled, that you killed a butterfly? <laughs> no, I don't think that's why. <laughs> oh, there'll be a reason, but that's not it. <laughs> no, but I feel bad personally. But here's, so like for anyone who thinks global warming is, you know, a hoax or whatever, um, I got to tell you, when I was a kid, there was much more life. Like 
I live in the suburbs here. This is most of LA is the suburbs. There's downtown, but we all live you in a. Are it the looks, suburbs. You are the suburbs. You have the, the suburbs. Yeah, there's, there's greenery and it's beautiful. Okay, that's now when I was a kid, I grew up in the suburbs. It, yeah, it wasn't as nice, but it was like there was a lawn and there was trees. Where'd you grow up? New Jersey. And Where? life was teeming. Okay. Like there was just much more life. More birds, more butterflies, definitely more insects, and you'd smell sap, and like there was just fireflies, which you never see. There was just more life, things that were. We we are slowly killing everything as Homo sapiens do. They're just the ultimate serial killers. Yes, we are. Um, But I contributed to this because I collected. That was a thing. I don't know. Again, I was really young, and you would catch them in the net. I remember the different types, the tiger swallowtail, the black swallowtail, the monarchs. They were beautiful. And then you would take it home and you'd put it in the killing jar. There was a fucking jar and I could smell it. It was full of... You, I, the fact that you smelled it is the only sick thing you've said so far. Well, I, you couldn't help. You opened it and they, my mother but tell me, like don't, smell? don't... Would you, no, would she be like, Bill, poison. stop sniffing I, that? Even at five, I got it. It's would you snort the, it? It's, no, it's killing the butterfly. I was not into drugs yet. Okay. And then after the butterflies were dead, then like my father, I remember, I remember seeing him sit at the dining room table and he would mount them and we hung them on the wall, you know, like in glass cases. But That's, I feel bad about it. Why? Because of your duck friend? Because I killed butterflies. <laughs> you know, like, but if the ducks changed I was a fucking, you? I was the Eichmann of my block for butterflies. I fucking, yeah, I, I, after a certain point, it's like, okay, we but have. But aren't men like hunters and gatherers, right? Well, I. Maybe you were going to kill those butterflies to feed your family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if men are hunters and gatherers. Men, are, men but are, I, I don't even know. But I do believe in me, Tarzan, you, Jane. Yeah? Well, yeah. All I right. mean, with the exception of when you have a colostomy bag. Yeah, look, I was still, I, like, I was, I was a real woman. And just because I had an extra hole, that didn't make me, that made me actually more of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> if oh, you ask no. some people. He's a four, <laughs> he's a four hole chick. Yeah, oh, if, you ask, no. if you ask some people, it's an opportunity. Absolutely. You know, I'm I don't know my alarm, I, I'm crazy with these alarms. I have alarms that go off all the fucking time. And it, it gives everybody can't anxiety. Can't without your phone. No, I actually. All right, I have, I to, I have to wrap this up anyway. I don't want to wrap it up, but I don't okay. either. But I hate the phone. I turned it off actually. I turned it completely off. What are you plugging? What am I plugging? Your book. Yeah. All right, me first, or you first. Now let's do yours last, so it has more of an impact. Okay, Center Stage used to be the Hard Rock Live in Northfield, Ohio, May twentieth, May twenty first. I'm at the Mystic Showroom and. Mystic Lake, ah, Minnesota. Perfect place to go in May. June 3rd, the Met, Philadelphia, and the Wind Creek Event Center in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, June 4th. What are you doing, cat who lives in an apartment but soon will be living in a big mansion? I want a duck pond. I want to be like, I don't give a shit about this pool. I got another pool. So how do I get as rich? Like, how do I get rich? What's your best advice for getting rich before I, before I plug um, anything? Well... I think you're on the right path, actually. Really? I'm getting old, too, especially for a chick, because as a 34-year-old woman, I'm actually older than you. (laughs) I need to be, like, 23 to catch any heat now. Yeah, but you know what? You're in a great place. But 34, are you kidding? I was 37 when I started with Unpolitically Incorrect. But as a man. Right, that's true. But first of all, you're... Look, you're you're not... um, you know, you're not a, you're not in movies. You don't even watch them. You're in you're in TV and you're in 
TV comedy news TV. I mean, the scales of hotness. I mean, you're doing great. Okay. You're, you're, I mean, for, for that level, you're a 10. Okay. That's you know, great. You're a comedy news 10. Yeah. That's going to serve you very well. In my duck pond. <clears throat> you, I'm sure quest. there are <clears throat> lots of Fox News watching nerds who are already, you're their secret girlfriend. I don't want to go into graphic detail. I understand. But they're fucking your intestine I, in yeah. their mind. <laughs> I understand. I and mean, when they hear this tonight. And this is great. But mean, what a good great. sport. I mean, a lot of girls, we talked about him being a hero. A lot of women wouldn't want to have sex during the uh, intestine out of the body period. Oh, I, of, I want sex too much. Yeah. Even, uh, you must. Time. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, with your intestines hanging exactly. out. Exactly. I mean, if, was that not clear? You're still horny. <laughs> that I'm down to fuck <laughs> with my small intestine out. And no. by the way, it involuntarily comes out. Like it's, but it's also liquid. It's whatever. But I I bought a belt for it from this company. I forget what it's called, like Ostomates or like Ostomy Intimates or something. I wish I could plug the company because they helped me out. No, you're on a great trajectory. Yeah. I'm telling you, I know. I've been there. I know television. I know people. Um, it's a big talent to spot a big talent. Oh, you're, well, you're a massive talent. Here's my book, yeah. my plug, plug in my Let book. Let me see this. You can't joke about that. I got to tell you, whoever took that picture, I get a new person. <laughs> yeah, I know. I look like I have a bunch of chins. You just, you look so much better than you do on this cover. Well, thank you. Well, but also, it's that sucks, a, but I look way better on the back cover. It does suck. Slightly better. <laughs> but that's, you're supposed to, you're supposed to look worse in person. Really? Who can't make a person look better in a photograph? Well, I'm sitting that's on a coffin. The, the whole What's the best you've looked the whole, sitting on a coffin? That's not nothing to do, I didn't even notice the coffin. Yeah. Um, Seriously, this whole country is built on people sharing pictures of each other that are not realistic. That's what I thought. Always in the favor of the picture, no, not that's in what I reality. Thought. That's what I thought. And they can't make you look better? You, you come here and you look way better than the book. No, I agree with picture that. Picture on the book? I agree with that, but I was, I was also like tired of answering emails that day, number one. And then number two, I was also kind of like, well, maybe I'll seem more approachable if I look not as attractive. Yeah, well, that's I looked at that and I thought, Oh, that's the theory, is that, oh, this will alienate women, because, you know, women can be, you know, like, look at daytime TV. They love it when you're fat or a lesbian or preferably both. Mm. What they don't want is the hot chick, you know, hosting a show. Yeah. So that's like, I, I thought, oh, okay, this is to put the women at ease. I'm frumpy too. That was the reason I was okay <laughs> with it, actually, which sounds fucked up. But also, I'm, I'm like... I am wearing a lot of fake hair right now, for sure. Who? What chick but doesn't? Who exactly. 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 Yeah. Nobody grows their hair themselves. Well, I mean, like, yeah. men don't. Men at, are... at some point, every man learns to say, not to say to a woman, is that your hair? Because the answer is always, if it's on my head, it's my I hair. bought it. I bought it. Exactly. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> guys can't even tell about when I take out the hair. They don't really care that much about it. No guy is ever going to be like, oh, like, you know, this girl over here is so, her fucking hair has so much volume, bro. I want to fuck this girl. It's, they don't, except, except for one guy that I went on a first date with who, I told him my hair was fake, and he was like, oh, that must mean that you're not, like, I've really full hair is a sign of fertility. 
I would love to fucking ask him if he wants to hang out and then just drive him to see my nine frozen kids. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, good luck with that. (laughs) I got to go back to work. My real job. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for inviting me. Oh, it's a pleasure. I know you flew out here just to see us. That's very, very flattered and appreciative that you did that. Thank right. you. So great to meet you. Well, we'll do it again. I know. I'm like, what? And you we... and you are on a great path. I'm Thank telling you. Thank you so much. You're in, a, you're in a great place. Thirty-four. Yes. Nine TV frozen kids. With a, with a fucking number one book. Club.